Hi everyone and welcome to the 32nd episode of the Mini Gaming Union podcast for Tuesday 29th of November. I'm your host Chloe and I'm here with Colin. Hello. And this is kind of epic. For the first time in over a year, we're joined by Jordan. Hello there. In their language, he is called Dovakin. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm Savior. How's it been? It's, it's been a long time since you've been on the show. Have you been dodging us? Yeah. You know, uh, I've just been really busy and, you know, I wanted to hang out, but... You know, well, too cool it's, for us. It's, yeah. It's good, to, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Such a long time. We were just yeah. talking about this. I think it's been since last August. I think it's been since my first, the first time I was on the show. I remember being on my first show with you. Yeah, so it's and come like full circle. That's the last time, yes. Uh, I had to avoid Chloe specifically. Once you is that what on. it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little bit too awkward. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's suspicious now. <laughs> uh, so, in case anybody who's listening to this don't know, Mini Gup is our community show for the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast series and the Gaming Union forums. We've got a full show, like always. In our outline, we have our community response, where we look back at the last show and see what you guys had to say. Our main topic this show is looking back at 2011. The, the year's almost over now. This is going to be our last Mini Gup of the year, so we're looking <gasps> back at games that came out and things that happened and thus forth and our forum thread which was posted on the forums um which is called gaming industry wishlist 20 wishlist wishlist 2012 can't even say it right looking for i'm too excited looking forward to next year and as always we've got our question segment which features two questions this week just to remind everyone, FF and KH Union has a new show every Tuesday. The series includes three different shows that follow a weekly release cycle of Final Fantasy Union with Daryl, Kingdom Hearts Union with Lauren, and Minigup with me. Um, although that's our usual schedule, uh, we're coming to the close of the year, so we're going to be taking a little break over the holiday system. So this is our system? last Minigup. Sorry? You said holiday system. <laughs> you get, roll with me. Slow it down, holiday Chloe. Season. Slow it down. No, I'm too excited for this show because we've got a lot of content. We're looking back at everything that's happened in the past year. That's a lot of stuff. I think I don't remember the first half of the year. A lot I don't happened even then. Before last week, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yep, going to pry into our memory banks. <laughs> yeah, pull it all out. We should have listened to the like all of the episodes in this year to recap what we spoke about. That would have actually helped, but that w- would be incredibly time-consuming. Time-consuming. So yeah, just this is our Brian, just have Brian do a clip show of <laughs> you the, do a clip. that would be brilliant actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> does Brian all. do it? Yeah. <laughs> do it now. Oh, it's been a long uh, time since I said that. Yeah, it is. Um so yeah, this is our last mini gup of the year. There will be a Final Fantasy Union and a King Hearts Union before the close of the year, so you can look forward to that. Then the next mini gup will be in the new year. Um I don't think we've got a specific date for that yet. But I'm assuming it's probably going to be January 10th, which gives us a little break after New Year. Um, but yeah, I think that's when the podcast will restart. I uh, hope you guys will look forward to them and won't miss us too much over the holiday season. I'm sure you'll all be busy spending your time in Skyrim or some other world. Whatever you get from Father Christmas, if you believe he brings you presents. Um... This podcast is produced by Gaming Union and TweaksMusic.com and comes out on iTunes and the Gaming Union Network. So, we have a little announcement. Colin, do you want to let us know about the current giveaway that we've got on the site? Yes, currently we have, I think, about 10 CDs and a couple of posters of the Greatest Video Game Music CD album, which is performed by the London Philharmonic Orchestra. So, all you have to do is go on the site and click that giveaway story and listen to the five sample tracks. We release them every week until December 14. And it's on Mondays and they go up, isn't it? Yep, on Mondays. And you just got to guess the tracks and the games they're from. And you get tickets. And the more tickets you get, the higher chance you have of winning a copy. So the first two winners we have were Abe on the forums and One Sky, One Destiny is also Colin Cooper. Another Colin. Mm. The other Colin, as he's the called on the forums. <laughs> so congratulations to those two. Hopefully we get more entries and more winners in the coming weeks. Yeah, there's loads of CDs up for grabs, so it's well worth just put, putting a, sending an email in, uh, trying to guess. It's a good CD as well. I've, I've been listening to it. Oh, Is it London, really England, good. or the real London? London, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's England, London. It's, it's, it's the full London. Oh, always sorry. taking her, always stealing our thunder. <laughs> That's what but no, English it's a really do. good CD. Have you guys heard it? Well, Colin's heard it. Have you oh, heard yeah, it, John? I have, I have not, but I do. Oh. Um, I have a couple random things from the London Philharmonic on my iTunes, so I'm sure it's quite yeah. good. They're good. Like it's I personally like the Bad of Two theme. As far as well, Philharmonics go, they're up there. <laughs> Out of that all of the Philharmonics true. that you know. Yeah. Uh, as always, I've got to give a quick shout out to Bayhan for picking out our topics for this thread. Because oh, as usual, Blay Jam as it's. Blay Jam. Yes. Who's been going a little bit crazy with the Steam sale, which is on at the moment? Aussie Power. Hard-earned cash. Okay, so moving on to our first segment on the show, we've got our community response. Um, if you want your responses to anything we talk about on this episode on the next show, then look for the thread for this podcast in the Gaming Union forums in the podcast section and hit that add reply button. Um, last show, me and Colin went on like we usually are. It was just Daryl and Lauren, and they, they went over a lot of um, Grand Theft Auto stuff because that had just been announced at the time. But um, the comment that I've picked to choose is in relation to one of the questions that somebody asked which was about replaying games whether they wanted to play for the side quests or the trophies and the comment is from Pujitsu who said the only incentive I would have to replay games nowadays is the trophies that get added to my account and as a little aside he added the show was also great despite the fact that Colin and Chloe weren't on it oh I see how it is I'm just you know inflating my (laughs) ego over here yeah so moving on to our main topic which is Looking back at 2011, it's a big topic. So, you, who wants to start? We've got. I nominate Jordan. Oh boy, you've not <laughs> been here in over a year. Yeah. Surely you've got a lot to say. I only have things I loved. I realize that's this good. Now. I'm that's trying. Really, that's You're a loving really person. Good. <laughs> it's yeah. good that you don't hate. Positive me. attitude. I love to love things, as the wise Jeff Kanata says. <laughs> <laughs> so, what games did you love then? That came out this year. Let me see here. I mean, I've put, as uh, some of you who read the site may know, I occasionally do top ten lists. So, of mm-hmm. course, I organized my thoughts in a, a list of ten. <laughs> I threw um, I threw Assassin's Creed Revelations on there, but I've only actually mm. played a couple hours of it. And from what Chloe's potential... Well, don't listen later. to what Chloe says. <laughs> listen to what I say. I loved Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I don't have actually enough um, experience with it to really say, but I think the the best games I played this year, uh, in no particular order, I put down Portal Two, Bastion, Dark Souls, Uncharted Three, and of course Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I would agree with most of those. There were some good games out this year. I love Bastion and obviously Uncharted Three. That goes without saying. Um, I didn't like I said this is this is my thing everybody Are you gonna go 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 on to Brown go on go on <laughs> I really dislike this Assassin's Creed it, it I I tend to get a little bit hateful on Assassin's Creed but this one I absolutely really hate because I've always found that the main story is really boring most of the way through and I couldn't care less until like right at the end where they pull some major t- plot twist so the story's boring to me, so I spend most of my time in Assassin's Creed just running around the map, getting into shenanigans. But in Revelations, you you do so much as pickpocket somebody, and suddenly all the guards are on your back, and then they're storming your dens, and you're like, what did I do? And I'm just, it's it's not fun at all. They, That's what you I, get for stealing from people. You're an assassin, you're supposed to do stuff like that. I noticed <coughs> actually that they changed the pickpocketing thing a bit late. If you pickpocket someone and walk away slowly, they will know that you did it. Whereas if mm-hmm. you pickpocket them and then just run for it, they won't even realize. Yeah, they don't realize until you're like out of out of their um, line of sight anymore. But yeah, so the thing that I loved about Assassin's Creed is sort of been entirely revamped and made it not so fun for me. So I'm really struggling to actually finish Assassin's Creed at the moment. That, that's interesting that you say that you don't actually like the stories in Assassin's Creed, because I'm kind of thinking about how I play it, and I've always loved the um, the historical sort of set pieces they throw in there. Mm-hmm. The like the sci-fi stuff that connects it all together, I can kind of more take it or leave it. 
Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's never one of those games where I've been like, I'm just going to go explore the world and get into, you know, I don't know, fight random guards. It's always just kind yeah. of been like story piece to then, you know, move along to the mm-hmm. next Yeah, thing. I just want to know what happens next. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I never got into that. I was always I mean, that's more that's kind of how I played Revelations, like. You know, sure, the assassin's den and the tower defense, like Chloe says to, to her, isn't really fun. I thought it was alright. I didn't. I think throughout the whole game, I only played that like five times, and it only ever happens when your Templar awareness is like a hundred percent. Yeah, which often happens for me. I don't know. Maybe oh. I, maybe I just suck at being an assassin. I'll, I'll go with that. You just suck <laughs> at being an assassin. It seems uh, hard to suck now. Like even from the beginning of the game, I only played the first couple hours, but you're a badass right away in this one. Yeah, they don't yeah. take away anything, except for the bit where, you know, he's hurt, but all you need, you need to do is get find some medicine. Yeah, usually they strip you away of everything and you slowly earn it back throughout the game. I, I like that they didn't do that, though, because it seemed like Ezio, at this point, should really be able yeah, to... Yeah, you know, he's the grandmaster of the assassin easily. order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny, though, how he's an old man in his 50s and he's, like, still doing... 200 oh, yeah. foot leaps into barrels of hay. <laughs> I like how at the beginning he's like, oh, this used to be so easy, and he's still doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but exactly. yeah, let's, let, let's move on from Assassin's Creed. I don't want to rant about that. Okay, was, well, what other games did you love? I think there was good love? games. I personally really, really, and I know Colin's going to shout at me, I really loved L.A. Noir. <laughs> I liked it too. Uh, Screw you, Colin. Guess I'm the outcast here. <laughs> Well, well, it's, I've not been that, it's not that I hated AC, Alien so. War. I just thought it took too long to get interesting. Well, I thought it. Plenty. I thought it like it got really interesting, at least for me, at the end of um, you know what it was, the end of the second desk. I think homicide desk. Yeah. When they sort of uh, everything, not to get too spoilery, but when everything comes together and you're on the the hunt for landmarks around the city, like. Yeah, that's like halfway through the game, and I thought that was probably one of the most interesting parts to it. And then it sort of slows down again and picks back up. Yeah, I thought no, I thought the whole yeah, exactly like what you're talking about. That part was interesting, but like the start start of the game where you work your way up, it maybe maybe it's because the way I played it, I tried to to like do all the street crimes and just explore all of it, which was freaking huge. Mm. Yeah. It's funny because then there, there was almost no real reason to have a huge sprawling city because yeah, it's a super it super linear accurate. game, really. Uh, See, maybe this is again me going back to liking open world sandboxy sort of thing and just creating shenanigans. You should probably play Saints Row. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> Many shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans yeah, turned up to eleven. I loved I loved Elle Noir. I loved sort of the ridiculous nature of some parts of it and uh, you know I know it has flaws and it, it doesn't apart from the facial capture thing which everybody was up in arms about it being brilliant the rest of it doesn't look that great I know you I were had... saying that you thought the you you were really bad with the interviews or interrogations <laughs> Yeah yeah I I could never tell if they were lying or not I would just guess I had no idea it's like, use the evidence, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me, and Cole Phelps is getting really angry for no reason. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the best part of it. Like, he'll be like, oh, calm one moment, and then he'll, be st- he'll start like yelling, yelling at the guy the next. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, that seems like, I'm trying to think from, like, the perspective of somebody trying to design that. It must be so hard, because they're thinking about, like, the way when you ask a certain question, like how you feel at that moment but that happens so many times where it's like oh okay I'll just ask you if you went over there and then Cole just flips out at a guy and it's like whoa <laughs> calm down dude he's a little bit bipolar wow yeah but no I I quite uh, obviously I loved um, uh, I, I loved Uncharted 3 but I would think that my goes surprise yeah my surprise loved game is L.A. Noir. so that's what I'd go with yeah I, it, it <clears throat> Excuse me. L.A. Noir is kind of a funny one because it seems like when it first came out, everybody loved it, and then after the the honeymoon period with it was over, everyone was kind of like, "Oh, I don't know if I like that actually," but mm. I don't know. I, I still enjoyed it quite a bit. I find no, I tra- that I'm I one of the few in. that loved it. I'm one of the few that really, really loved it. Yeah, I mean, I what I wrote in uh, in my review way back was um, I thought 
actually having the the main character be a cop worked so well in like the rock star type world because mm. everything everything you did made sense like letting um, your partner drive you around if you didn't want to do it um, actually yeah. doing the street crimes like oh if you see something happening you're probably going to go stop them because you're a cop like, yeah it just made sense no I love that game absolutely how about you Colin what did you love I've got quite a bit listed down here I think the biggest one so far, well, currently is Skyrim. I think everybody oh, God. played it as love. Yeah. Oh, the thing I've never played an Elder Scrolls game before. I didn't play Oblivion. I didn't play Morrowind. Mm-hmm. So Skyrim is my first uh, adventure, I guess you could say. Did you play yeah. any Fallout? Uh, no, no, I didn't. So this is your first Bethesda game. Pretty much. Although I did play a bit of Rage at E3. Oh, okay, I meant uh, like Todd Howard Bethesda oh, well, Game yeah. Studios. Yeah. It would be my first, and I am absolutely in love with it. I can't put it down. Awesome. Uh, I actually fought my second dragon the other day, and it scared the crap out of me because it came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, of course uh, it did. You little unawares of your surroundings. How did well, you not spot a dragon? How does it a came dragon from sneak behind. Up, sneak up on you? Like seriously, I, I walked out of White Run, and I'm down by the castle wall, and there's this huge shadow that covers me, and I'm like, what the hell is that? turn around and there's this huge dragon on the castle wall <laughs> uh, I'm but, one yeah, of the... so I'm, I'm playing that right now and sorry you were saying I was going to say I'm one of the few people that haven't got into Skyrim yet because I know once I get it I'm going to also be one of these people that cannot put it down I think everybody well, I know that's already playing it is just saying I, I, I've quit my job I don't see my friends anymore my girlfriend's yeah. left me because I can't block, stop playing <laughs> Skyrim if you have any other priorities in life, don't pick up Skyrim because <laughs> this you'll is just, true. You'll just let them all go. This is very true. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, some of the games that I've listed down in my list, I've got uh, Deus Ex: Human Revolution, which I thought was really, really good. I Except for you too. know the ending. The ending was a bit unfulfilling. The end. The the ending. Ending. The choice at the end. Yeah. That, See, that was I thought, terrible. I thought the way they they were going to handle it was like something like Mass Effect, where it the choices you made throughout the game would affect it, but it wasn't really the case. Yeah, they they really copped out at the end. It's like, yeah, yeah. it really doesn't matter at all what you did. Yeah, <laughs> you can... yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, uh, that, that was a great game. I mean, I'm just looking at some of the, the best ones I put down here. This has been a really good year for RPGs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bastion, Dark Souls, Skyrim, Deus Ex probably forgetting several others yeah but i've got i got atelier tutori down on my list as well which i th- which was surprisingly good i was not expecting that much out of it but it really took me in i think i've spent like hours lots of hours in it i don't know the number <laughs> but yeah i got the bad ending for that game and it actually made me depressed no <laughs> oh, you gotta play it again to get a better yeah. ending. uh no i just started from my last save point oh, and cool. tried not to die or, or try not to fail the objective, but yeah. Yeah, I want to give a shout out for Arkham City as well. I really love playing. Oh, that that's too. right. Oh, yeah, I have not played that. Neither have I. I picked up the controller um, at one event and played it for about <laughs> ten minutes, and was like, "Oh, flying around! This is kind of neat." Would that yeah. event have been E three? Um, no, it was actually it was um, after the game came out. Ah, at. Um, I don't know, it was just like a gaming community event. People were like, oh, hey, let's get together and play Batman. Cool, yeah, I was waiting for the PC version to come out. And it's out, and I still haven't bought it. (laughs) Although it was was $25 on Origin for the Black Friday sale. But, you know, it's Origin. Origin has more than EA stuff? Uh, Yeah, apparently. They have Bastion as well. But yeah, I think Arkham City is one of those games which is really, really strong. But because there's been so many other strong titles out, it's it kind of gets forgotten a bit. Oh, there's one more game that I did not list in my list, and that was Battlefield 3. <laughs> You're such a huge Battlefield fan that you completely forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I can think now, thank you, Colin, you reminded me, I can think of one thing that I did hate this year, and that was Battlefield 3 single-player campaign. <laughs> I will have to agree with you on that. What I honestly do not know what they were thinking of that. Yeah, it was just not fun. Like, the 
the the starting level where you're in uh what is it? What's this city you start off in? It's somewhere in Iraq, isn't it? Uh, yeah, some Middle Eastern country. Yeah, well, they had already shown off a lot of it in uh, pre-release videos, but that first level was really cool. But then after that, I just really burnt out on the campaign. Just did not have fun at all. I know they seem to take everything that bad of you, the franchise is known for, and throw it out dump- the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And have you tried? I have not tried the co-op. Have you tried the co-op? No, I didn't get a chance. Should try that sometime. But the multiplayer is awesome. Yeah. How how much multiplayer have you played? Uh, I think I've clocked somewhere over ten hours, mm. and I think I'm level fourteen. Or is that League of Legends? I'm <laughs> getting. I don't know. I'm just sitting here thinking to myself. But yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, That's so another game you, I love. Do you guys want to quickly go over the events and things that you've been to this year? I mean, you guys went off to E3. You went to a Final Fantasy Thirteen Two event, Colin. There was Dig London. There was. Again, I volunteered yeah. Colin to go first. Oh, thanks, Colin. <laughs> Not a problem. Just throw me under the bus. Um, what is there to say, really? E three. E three is incredible. It's uh, <laughs> it's really sur- surreal and crazy every year because we don't get a lot of sleep and. <laughs> Oh, Run yeah, around like, all day, don't eat. <laughs> walking around between the north and south, south wing, east and west, and oh yeah. Uh, how about the, how about the people that you stalked, like hunted down and interviewed? I think you got David Jaffe for like half an hour. Oh yeah, yeah. That was fun actually. I was going over to the the merch shop to get an E3 shirt because I didn't do it the first year, and I was like, oh, I should have some evidence that I actually went. But um, I saw David Jaffe just hanging out at uh, the G4 booth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I wonder. Just go up to him like, hey, David Jaffe, how you doing? You want to speak to us? He was like, oh, sure. We just walked over to the side and ended up talking for like 35 minutes. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Plug that interview. Go check it out. It's quite good. Yeah, it's very good. More importantly, did you get your shirt? I did. Excellent. <laughs> we'll kid it out. Trip success. Trip success. <laughs> It's the only reason you went. I'm trying to think about what the what were the the memorable points of E3. What about for you, Colin? Hmm. I would say the Sony press conference, but I actually fell asleep during that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, to be, I was really uh, excited for it because it was the first Sony press conference. I didn't go to the one in 2010, so it was my first one. And I think I went with you and Sean. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and you know it started out great because they showed Uncharted three, and that was phenomenal. It looked amazing. And then they saw. And then it just went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even I think it was the bit where they were talking about the PlayStation Vita, and they were showing off Ruin. That was when I fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> oh one highlight about that conference was that I was I I was I sat down behind uh, Michael Pactor. I was like, is that <laughs> Michael Pactor? Ah, oh, it is. And yeah. That was interesting. Celebrity. He left after they announced the PSV, the price. Ooh, not happy. Ouch. <laughs> I remember that I was, was good, sitting... That was a good price, though. Sony finally got one right. Yeah, very surprising, surprising and competitive with the 3DS, which they then cut by $80. The after, the after party thing that Sony had, that was fun. That was. I was in the Vita line for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't get to see anything, but... <laughs> Well, I, think I do have the touched it sticker. Touched it, yeah. <laughs> yep. You have to pull out your 3DS and. Oh yeah, I did did do that. Played Super Street Fighter Four with another guy in front of me, and I think a Best Buy rep came over to us and Mark tried to like sell us a battery extension thingy. So because he knew you'd be there for a long time. Yep. Queuing up for the PlayStation Vita but playing the 3DS. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get escorted out. Yeah, playing. Yeah. That was fun. The funny thing about that was they had Jane's Addiction playing, but <laughs> and I remember that the band got pissed off because people weren't paying enough attention to them. <laughs> what did they? That's think? everyone was paying attention to the games. They had like Resistance out, uh, Twisted Metal, Uncharted Three, exactly. Starhawk. Yeah, they had Starhawk out. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is they just had the band playing, and it's like, well, okay, we're all here to you know like see stuff and I'm assuming <laughs> most people who are here are actually trying to cover stuff. The band is just like, oh I forget what they said, but they were just like hating on the crowd for not paying enough attention. <laughs> oh, squid. Uh, poor guys. Uh, Colin, do you want to give us a quick preview on um, your preview of 
Oh, right. Two. For Final Fantasy XIII, two Square Enix mm. were kind enough to like in fly me, fly me and my brother down to LA uh, to check out Final Fantasy XIII, two. And it was an adventure because the flight there, the flight there was fine. We landed at the airport, but we were stuck there for about four hours because I had the wrong, I had the wrong phone number, <laughs> and I could not get internet access. Nice. Eventually, yeah. I got I got the right phone number, and we made it to the hotel just fine. <laughs> and after that, I, I think it was on the Friday that we checked out thirteen two. Yeah, it was a huge fan event, wasn't it? Like for fan uh, sites. Yeah. Uh, so we were there representing Gaming Union and Final Fantasy Union. Uh, RPG site, UFO site was there. Uh, KH Insider, Final Fantasy dot net, and I'm sure I'm missing somebody else. And it, I, I met Shajiu. Who was there as well So that was cool Shout out to Shaju From Cage Insider And uh, We played the game For like Three hours It was quite a lot of time Like Because this was last month Wasn't it? October? Yeah this was Around this time last month In October And You know to be honest I wasn't expecting much Because ba- Based on the E3 Build that That I played It That Didn't seem to be very I don't know It didn't seem interesting As I thought it would be But uh, getting into it from like from the very start of the game and making your way through the chapters, it's it it took me by surprise and I'm actually interested in the sequel. It's it seems a lot better than the original, which is good for some people too. I'm still skeptical. Yeah, you're still like on the fence. Lauren's still on the fence. I'm pretty sure Daryl's still on the fence. <laughs> I don't know, Jordan. I'm you, still you... filled with indifference <laughs> <laughs> to the series as a whole, so that's good. Nice. <laughs> But yeah, I think Square Enix are hitting in the right direction. I just wish, you know, that they did this with 13. Yeah. It's a, it's sort of a shame, but it's good that they're still making the effort. Yeah, and Noah's not as annoying as some people think. Sarah's the more annoying one. <laughs> just, just, just a little heads up. I'm so yeah. lost. <laughs> <laughs> we can taste the enthusiasm. Yeah, so is there any more things about 2011 that you guys want to mention? Anything you liked, uh, Do you want to mention Eurogamer? Yeah, the, my my one moment of the year was meeting Nolan North twice within the space uh, of 24 hours. Fangirl's dream come true. I was true. properly psyched. Did he yeah. have a half duck? He, yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, I heard that amazing. he did the pump. Yes, there are plenty of videos. I uploaded a video on YouTube myself of him doing the multiplayer pump. It was an epic moment. I'm sure a lot of babies cried that day. <laughs> but yeah, I I did my my staff blog on Eurogamer. So if you if you want to hear about um, mine and a couple of members of the community were also there with me. If you want to hear about our adventures at Eurogamer, then check that out. That's on the site. So you guys ready to move on to the next section? Yes, let's do it. Uh, the forum thread that we picked for this show is Gaming Industry Wishlist 2012. It was posted by the Ninja Mac Max in the current gaming chat. And he opened the thread with, With the majority of this year's biggest titles launched, and hopefully gamers playing the hell out of each, and in the spirit of the forthcoming holidays, it's a bit early. But what are your guys' wishlists for the gaming industry in the next year? What games are you dying to see made? What practices do you wish developers, publishers would utilise? And for good measure, what games are you most excited for? Who wants to start? Colin. (laughs) You got in there before. I was going to say I volunteer Jordan again, but yeah, I guess I can go first. Uh, hmm. I I hope we all survive past 2012. That'd be nice. Well, Well, you never know, you know, like, they said the war was going to end this year, but the Mayans, like, Calculate, calculations were off or something. <laughs> but uh, I guess I'll start with games that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest one is Mass Effect 3. Yeah, yeah I was that was say the that game that well. was in my head. <laughs> <laughs> can't, I can't wait for it. I already have like the N7 Collector's Edition pre-ordered. Oh, nice. Uh, what else I do guess we know about s- next year? Bioshock Tomb Raider? Infinite. Yeah, there's Bioshock Infinite. That looks really good. Uh, Tomb Raider, Raider, yeah. Tomb Last Raiders Guardian, maybe? Oh, please, The Last When Guardian. is The Last Guardian coming? Please. That's like never going to come out. <laughs> jo- Jordan has a little uh, thingy with that. Do I? What, <laughs> what do I have with it? Uh, well, you wrote the... Uh, what was it? Psyched for? Yeah, the Psyched for The Last Guardian. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> You'll be writing well, another two or three of those before yeah. it comes out. <laughs> Still psyched for The Last yeah. Guardian. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess you could say I'm looking forward to 13 to Final Fantasy 13 2 as well. I'm yeah. interested to see how that plays out. Uh, what other games are coming out? Hmm. Well, there's a PlayStation Vita. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm... Maybe eventually I'll get Vita, but... I don't yeah. I might wait a bit, you know. They might cut the price by $80. $80. Yeah, w- I'm not going to be an early adopter. I was going to be a day one person, but I thought, well, I haven't really got the money, and the only game I really want on it is Golden Abyss. So I'm sort of thinking... <laughs> of course, maybe the Uncharted game. <laughs> yeah. So I'm probably They'll put it on PSN eventually, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. So I'll have to wait for that. Um, hey, Jack gonna... and Daxter is getting an HD collection. I'm excited. Yeah, about that'll that. be super cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. It's a bit. I did. I didn't get to play the. What was it? Uh, the Lost Frontier, the PS2 one. It wasn't I've done only... by Naughty Dog, but still. Yeah, I've only played love... the first one, the Precursor Legacy, but that was so oh, much fun. Oh really? Yeah. I wasn't much into my PlayStation 2, so that was one of the few games that I played on it, but it was so much fun. To digress into Jack and Daxter here, <laughs> talking about 2012, but yeah, you should really play the others. Uh, well, the yeah, I'm, I'm getting the HD collection, so I'm all over that. Hmm. Um, I'm going to take our like... first... Oh, no, go on. Oh, yeah. I'm just was thinking, like, I feel like we don't know nearly as much about what the release calendar looks like next year. I'm just trying yeah, to think. Yeah, save of, for a few games. Yeah. Well, a lot of them... Oh, well, there's... Yeah, there'll be, like, Halo 4 and... Yeah, that's true. Hopefully, Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> yeah. Assassin's yeah. Creed... Something I guess. Or again. <laughs> I kind of hope they don't put one out next year, but... Assassin's Creed 2 Can Sam. I, I think they, they've definitely confirmed that they're releasing one. I don't think they confirmed that it's going to be they ha- Assassin's yeah, Creed They have not confirmed though. it. But it, I think... That it should be through because Revelations kind of, you know, provide a, a lot of closure for Ezio's story, actually. Mm-hmm. So and I think three sh- is likely to be next. I'm have my hopes up. <laughs> and the the in story game ties up in 2012 as well. Uh, 2012 as well, so it makes sense for them to yeah, finish for the whole it end in of the line world thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, journey, be... journey. I really want to play that. Oh, when's that coming out? Is that? First? There's no. I think it's spring. 2012, I think. I'm pretty sure it's first half. They're getting close. They had a beta and stuff like that recently, but the game is so cool. Yeah, that's right. It's it's hard to describe. You kind of just have to play it. Yeah. No, I've seen demos for it. It looks very fun. That's coming out in that sort of time before summer when not much comes out, so it's one of those games which people probably won't be like raving about but everybody will be playing it for quite a long time because there's nothing to distract them from it yeah it's mm-hmm. a smart time to put out downloadable games mm. like Bastion oh Another Bastion good was so much fun uh, I'm going to take our first quote which was from Daryl who says I for one hope that the rumours aren't true I don't want Microsoft to announce their new console at CES 2012 that would well and truly suck I understand why they'd want to, especially if rumours of PlayStation 4 at this year's E3 are true, but still, it would be bad for gamers, I feel, as CES is typically not that kind of uh, expo. Do we reckon Next Gen is coming that soon? Getting announcements in the next year? It seems too soon, but I find it actually really isn't. It's been five, six years? It's been six Mm. years. Coming up on six years, yeah. For the 365 for PS3 and Wii. Mm-hmm. We could have one, I just don't see why Microsoft or Sony would rush into it. Like the consoles, the PS3 is still 249 360 is still 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's They're at the point where really it's well. affordable, they sell, and you know, people don't have to get a second job to buy them. Yeah. I think it depends on how scared they are of the Wii U, really. I mean, Nintendo are moving forward. If it's actually going to come in line and compete or go further than the consoles, then I think... That is is pretty interesting because it also depends on whether, you know, third-party developers get the support they need and if they go the extra mile to create, like, these top-tier games on the Wii U. Yeah. Like, from what they showed at E3 and talked about at E3, it seemed... Like they're just porting PS3 360 games over to the console. Yeah, well, that actually ties in with Bayhan's quote. Do you want to take that, Jordan? Yeah, sure. 
Um, I'm actually interested in, Behan says, I'm actually interested in Nintendo's attempt at reintroducing the Wii U. If they can actually explain what the hell it actually is, then we won't have to speculate and try to decipher try to decipher it like it is the Zelda timeline. <laughs> Good job at, at Zelda there. Uh-huh. Aww. Well, it, that's the funny thing about the Wii U, the way Nintendo introduced it, they only showed the controller. Yeah, that was that I think everybody was really confused after that conference cuz nobody actually had any idea whether the controller was just like an add-on for the Wii. I remember sitting um, at home watching the the sh- live stream with some community members and we were just so confused. We had no idea what was going on. So I think yeah, Nintendo Nintendo cl- cleared it all up like on the show floor. Like they were saying that there's actually a system for it. The controller itself with the screen does uh nothing in the video is being like broadcasted to it from the from the from the console. Mm-hmm. So it's incredibly light. I think it's lighter than an iPad since an iPad is made of like aluminum and glass. Yeah, oh yeah, it definitely is. It's very light. And I mean, surprisingly it fits really nicely. Yeah. Um actually playing with the Wii U controller it was surprisingly surprisingly fun. I guess from Nintendo that shouldn't be a surprise because they always seem to make these they weird go for things the... kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, that actually work and is fun. The one huge problem I um, didn't think about when I was actually playing it, but then someone brought it up later, was that the touch screen is not multi-touch. Mm. Mm. So it, it's already way behind an iPad yeah. or any other form of touch, which I think yeah. could really hurt them. Well, hopefully Nintendo changes that. It still has some time to go to before go, it comes yeah. out. Yeah, I think but, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to tell if the Wii U is going to be a threat to like Sony or Microsoft because there's still so much we really don't know it's, about it. I think from like a graphical standpoint, it it has the power. Like that Zelda tech demo they, they showed, it looked amazing. The Garden tech demo looked really nice too. Yeah. I really hope it is. Because, I mean, Nintendo still holds some really big franchises, which they could do a lot with if they had the technology to back it up. You know, I'd love to see... I mean, Zelda Skyward Sword has been doing, like, really well in terms of it also, critical reviews It also depends on how they market it, you know. Like, yeah. with the 3DS, they call it a 3DS, so people think it's just another DS model, but with 3D. Mm-hmm. And you know how that did. Yeah. And now <laughs> there's the Wii U, which is still... has the Wii moniker in it just with yeah. you attached to it and they, they and, like yeah you saw the confusion when they announced it like people didn't know what the hell it was and the familiarity of it but no i i you know i'm not hugely enthused for it but i'm hoping that it does well it'll be nice to see nintendo pulling punches again like properly competing with the other two if i recall each system can only have one of those controllers am i right yeah yeah Another limitation. Yeah, that's too bad too. as well. I think I think children are gonna fight over that. Well, <laughs> grown ups gonna fight over that. When Black that Friday sales were crazy. Yeah, with pepper sprays. <laughs> uh, do you want to take the last quote, Colin? Yeah, the last uh, comment is from Kit, who likes to keep it simple. Kit says, "I really, 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 really want Sega to bring Valkyria Chronicles three to the West with an English dub. If not in a physical copy, then a PSN release would suffice." I think there's this movement, underground movement of Valkyria Chronicles fans still still campaigning for this. Um... Well, I think Valkyria Chronicles has does have that fan base. You know, it's a good game. Yeah. It's... I loved the first one on PS3. I still have to finish. I haven't finished. I've watched the anime, but I haven't finished the first mm. game yet. Oh, it's so good. I never got to play the second or third one because I don't have a PSP, but oh man. One of these days, if they ever bring it to PS3, either of the sequels, that'll be like one of the rare times I'll try and import a Japanese copy. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I think we are getting a, more and more in the gaming industry, we're getting developers, act- developers and publishers actually listening to fan feedback. So there is a distinct possibility that it does get localization. Unless it's Nintendo. And yeah. They just <laughs> yeah. lost yeah. really... Pandora's Tower... <laughs> well, specifically Nintendo of America. Yeah. That comment was so great, too. Like, thanks for your passion, but uh, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, okay, do we want to move on to our final segment, which is the questions segment, where you guys have sent in your questions, and we'll try and answer them as honestly or as factually as possible. Not always 
the same thing. Our first question is from JMSMM underscore 92, who asks... Jimson. Jimson. Uh, are you guys excited that PS2 games are finally coming to the PSN? I am. Even though they won't get hasty trophy updates, I don't care. The only game I wanted to get an update was F- F- FFX. Dreams do come true. Oh, that's quite a funny pun there. Now we don't have to wait forever for a good game to be re-released. I'm quite excited. Although F- uh, Final Fantasy X isn't just on PSN, it's getting a proper disc release. Yeah, well, it's PSN... Uh... Wait, no, sorry. Uh, it's for PS Vita and PS3. Mm. So Good. that's cool. But my question is if I have to buy two copies of the game. Aren't you uh, still a bit upset about your backwards compatibility? Yes, I am. And, <laughs> you know, it's great that these PS2 games are coming to PSN. Like, I have Grim Grimoire on, on my account from uh, Nice America. That, that, was, I, that was a surprisingly fun game. Mm. It's... But uh, yeah, my PS3, as some as our listeners, some most of our listeners would know if they listen to older episodes, PS3 bricked my 60 gigabyte one with backwards compatibility. So now I have an 80 gig one that can't play PS2 games. But now I can because yeah. they're re-releasing them. If I cough up the money, well, they're 9.99, so I guess that's all right. I had to bury my original launch 60 gig as well recently. Picked up uh. a slim. Uh, yeah, that's depressing. It was a sad day. <laughs> Did you Except mourn? It's... Are you still mourning? Yeah, I'm still in grief. <laughs> it's a lot quieter though. The slim is much quieter running. So that's nice. That's true. I have a fat, and the disc drive is extremely na- loud. <laughs> so, are there any specific games that you guys are excited for, or would definitely want to see re-released, either on PSN or disc? Mm. Uh, Okami would be nice. Mm. That's already been re-released on Wii, though, hasn't it? Yeah, but I don't have a Wii. Aww. And you know it would go really well with PlayStation Move and 3D. Well, that's probably why it's on Wii. And and the. the they should just make an HD an HD collection for Kami, even if it's just the one game. Not a, a yeah, that would game. definitely be nice. I I would pay forty bucks for it. I feel like a lot of the the biggest ones that I would have wanted, they've already done some sort of HD collection for yeah. or something. That's Eco, true. Shadow of the Colossus, God of War, Metal Gear. And now Jack and Daxter. Yeah, Jack and Daxter, that's a good one. I don't know, I haven't really paid too much attention to the, the PS2 releases P- on PSN. Yeah, the PS2 classics on PSN tend to be like really niche RPGs. You've got games from Level 5, uh, VanillaWare, and Nice America. Yeah, and I mean, that's good for, I don't know, the people who are really pining for those games. I just can't really think of any that, I don't know, I'm itching to go back to. I don't know, maybe we're not the right demographic. Maybe they're aimed more at people that um, never got to play them the first time around, but hear, hear all these people talking about these epic titles which they never got their hands on. Yeah, could be. Hmm. I think for like you know, nine ninety nine, that's a really good price. Yeah, I, I, well, I like the idea. I mean, there are a lot of games from previous consoles that are still completely playable. And, you know, having a really low if not price better. tag like that. Yeah, exactly. And having the low price tag will, you know, encourage people to spend the money on it and still get the, the same sort of experience as they get from getting, like, a brand new game. It's like how, you know, 50 quid or $80 or whatever. I, I am fully behind that. I'd like to see Nintendo do a HD remake of the original Super Smash Brothers. On oh, oh, that would be, be amazing. Good. No changes to the gameplay, though. Just, just a visual st- upgrade. Just a facelift. Okay. Do you want to move on to the next sec- uh, the next question, which is from Terrahort? Do you want to read this one, Colin? I think it's Terranort. Terranort? Ter- I thought it was Terrahort. Terrahort. It's pretty sure. It, well, well Terranort slash Terrahort. Sorry <laughs> if we, you know, completely butchered your name. It's been a while since we've done that, so yeah, consider we'll yourself on <laughs> Make fun of us in the comments. Yeah, so Always. his question is, uh, with all of these updates being added to the PS3, such as uh, the Move 3D and PlayStation Vita, although that's not really an add-on, it's a completely different console, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and other small updates, do you think Sony will ever move on and make the next generation console the PS4? Yes, I do think they will, but maybe not for the next two, three not years. Not so soon. Ken Kudaragi's got to be doing something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure in his, like... Senior chairman's 
honorary thingy position. Honorary. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Japanese way of firing someone. Just an honorary <laughs> honorary <title>. chairman. <laughs> yeah. Although I think now he's a consultant, a technical consultant, isn't he? Or, or what, yeah. I don't know. Jordan, what do you think? They they will. They'll put out a new console at some point. I don't think, um, like in Daryl's comment before, saying that the rumors are they're going to announce it at E3, I think that's like... Unlikely. 10 to 20% chance of happening. It's very premature. Because, yeah, the the PS3 is still... They're at 249. I think the PS3 is still very relevant to the market. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, I'm almost getting to the point where I could go for a new round of consoles just because you see games on PC starting to look noticeably better. Mm, yeah. But games on PC have always looked noticeably better. Well, I think it's just even the past year, maybe two years, you just see the, the PC version really starting to take strides and the performance being a lot better. You know, even even Skyrim is you know an example. There's been like oh yeah, Skyrim looks great on the PC. Plus, you know, you have the entire mod community behind it. I've I think I've modded it with like higher resolution textures. Uh, yeah, the water the water looks amazing with the high res textures. <laughs> the water. That's what we yeah. need a new round of consoles for: better water. <laughs> better water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, you- I. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, even maybe even if the graphics aren't that much better, just even um, in terms of performance, like, um, if you could have, you know, the Bethesda guys making Skyrim, but on a more powerful machine, so they didn't have to do any load screens in the towns or just sort mm-hmm. of. Oh, yeah, entirely seamless, you know, no drop in frame rate. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Like Like, that's what I think we'll get out of the next round of consoles is that maybe they'll look a little bit better, but they'll run much better. Yeah, you know that would be worth it to me. I think that's. I think at this point, with like you know graphics like this, like graphics now are incredible. So yeah, it's diminishing returns. They're not going to get that much better. Yeah. Sorry, Chloe. What were you saying? I think that's one of the things that we seem to always sort of focus on a little bit when we get new consoles. We tend to just look at them graphically to see how much they're improved and you know the gaming community in general doesn't pay too much attention to the performance behind that I think that's definitely something that's got to take a step up especially as you say as like PCs are getting extremely ahead of everybody else now Uh, you see what DICE is capable of doing with the Frostbite 2 engine yeah exactly Battlefield 3 PC yeah. Like on Ultra it's amazing, but you still need like a beast of a machine to run that. Mm. I think yeah. we're slowly making our way towards that direction. Yeah, I think we're we're gonna get there. I mean the interesting position Sony's in is I think they don't want to let Microsoft get out first again. Yeah. So if, if Microsoft announces something, which I think they might at E three, because the three sixty, you know, like just even I played Rage on three sixty and it came on three separate discs. I mean that's just getting a bit. So yeah, that's excessive. like the hardware disc limitation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Microsoft, even if they just need to put out a new console and you know admit defeat and throw a Blu-ray player in it, <laughs> uh, would they though? Would they? They have to. If the next <laughs> console think... doesn't have a Blu-ray player, I'm not getting it. I think it'd be interesting to see if you know maybe not with the PS4 or the Xbox 720 or whatever people want to call it. It'd be interesting to see if Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft, you know, take the on-live route, like the model of streaming, streaming, streaming games. Like you don't need a console for that; you can play it on your computer, or well, you can get a console for the TV. I did, yeah. but I think it might be a bit too early to say because yeah. right now, on-live, you know, while it's a great, so I think it's a great, great service. It's just that you know, some people don't have that internet connection to get the good quality video stream. I did read yeah, I um, an interesting um, idea. I think it was Eskimo Keith and some other people talking about this, uh, about perhaps in the future the possibility of there being like a universal media. So, you know, you could go out, buy a game on a disc, and it would work in Xbox or PC or PlayStation or anything. That would, I think that would, that would never happen because they'd never agree on the media. But I think that well, would maybe be not an so much road to the take. media. I think it would be more like a service. Yeah. Like, you know, on live is a service. I think 
the gaming industry might be heading to you know cloud gaming mm-hmm. and you know Microsoft Nintendo and Sony will start to do start to like offer cloud gaming services yeah well I think I think we'll get there we'll probably have one more round of traditional consoles just yeah like you're saying like not enough people not nearly enough can get on live I can't get on live properly. at all it won't even sign in because my connection is <laughs> like, no your internet connection sucks we're not letting you <laughs> use us that, yeah, that exactly. is the worst thing it doesn't even let you sign into the client let alone try and stream anything it's just like no we're not letting you in no your ISP is pathetic <laughs> get away from us <laughs> you're unclean but yeah, yeah. I, you know I'd be all for streaming if I could stream anything but I can't and I'm you know there's probably loads maybe thousands millions of people that also cannot stream anything so we, we've got I to think... work on our internet connections before that's going to become a pos- like a serious possibility for companies to look into yeah I think there was a story on GU uh, Daryl or one of our other writers put it up say, saying some uh, what was it the UK entertainment organisation thing I can't remember the name said that, you know uh, Sony and Nintendo should stop making consoles and focus on just being content providers oh yeah I remember that that's a bit harsh I th- no I they think could, they could do it yeah they could do it it's just a question of when you know the industry re- moves away from consoles and just towards content and service mm. Nintendo absolutely could do it because you know aside from them like always doing sort of crazy stuff like the Wii it, it's all about them making really fun games. Yeah, so I think, Nintendo uh, makes great games, yeah. and I think Sony does too. Yeah, I think the only thing problem Sony has is that because they're such a big company and they want to sell you like their TVs and their you know all the other stuff that Sony owns, I think it might be harder for them to willingly get out of hardware. This is true. Yeah, but I mean, they yeah, Sony I think probably has one of the best. Um, like first party or you know group of studios of any publisher really yeah no i agree like it's it's funny when you think about it because microsoft don't really have first party studios and you know they depend on third party developers so it'll be interesting to see if and when the industry moves away from consoles what microsoft is going to do yeah they're in a tough spot Uh, that actually kind of reminds me like when i was thinking about you know when we were talking about our top games of the year I was thinking about like there are so many Sony games this year that just were on the cusp of being you know AAA or top hits that mm-hmm. I was thinking about that didn't quite get there. Resistance Three, Killzone Three, Infamous Two, you know Motorstorm. Like they had so many games come out this year that were were really good games, but nobody's really talking about them because they were just... yeah they never hit that kind of publicity with. Like say Uncharted three. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uncharted made it, and like we haven't even mentioned Little Big Planet two that came out this year. Yeah, that was, and that was great. you know that that game was fun. And yeah. Like you were saying, Infamous two. Like I I I was taken by surprise by Infamous two because I didn't really like it the first Infamous, but the second game was really really fun and really took me in. Yeah, I mean that's what it, I think Sony would do fine if they got out of hardware because they have so many games that you know, are are of really good quality, but I guess their problem this year has just been, you know, aside from, you know, the PSN apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We didn't touch on that too much, but but that sucked. Blackout in April. One time. At the time, that seemed like it went on forever, but looking back on it now, it's like people barely remember that it happened. It's true. Well, you know, Sony came out and gave people free games. But like everybody was all like, "Oh, I'm never using PSN ever again." And it's like nobody really. And the left. funny thing is that a report came out saying that you know there are more active PSN users now than before the blackout. Yeah. So yeah. So what? So okay. Time scale. When do you guys think uh, PS4 will be announced? Not released. Announced. I think. I think they'll do it within. Like, if Microsoft does it, if Microsoft does it first, Sony will say something, like, within a few months of that. Mm-hmm. If Microsoft does it at E3 and Sony doesn't, I bet they'll do something at TGS. Yeah. But if Microsoft doesn't do it first, I don't think we hear anything from Sony until 
2013. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to announce it next year, but maybe, yeah, like 20, 2013 or end of 2013. Yeah, I, I reckon it'll Which be... Which is still... It still, still seems really soon. a long soon. way off. <laughs> well, you think about... They came out in 06, and we're now talking about, like, maybe in 2013 they'll announce it. Yeah. Like... That's a crazy that, long yeah. cycle. Wait, when did they announce the PS3? Uh, 05, I think? 05, and then it came out the following year, so... Yeah, well, that's... By 2013, 2014, we're already approaching the PS3's 10-year cycle. Yeah. I still think there's plenty of games ahead of the PS3. Yeah, I, Sony, Sony's, like, you know, with the PS3 and Xbox 360, I think there are still a lot of games that... that a lot of things that developers can do with it. Mm. Yeah, well, hey, somehow they fit Skyrim onto one DVD on 360. That... So. <laughs> yeah, so... Wow. Compression. <laughs> do crazy things. You know, sometimes the most creative things come up from limitations and restrictions. Yeah, and that's a good reason to stick with PS3 for a bit longer, so people can get really imaginative with what we've already got, rather than just pushing forward into new technology and all of that. And you know, there's always PC games. <laughs> Going back to the PC games. Okay. Yep. Okay, I think that's more than enough for this show. We've talked quite a lot. There was quite a lot to get excited about this last Very year, actually. Very good discussion, I think. I, th- I thought there was going to be more stuff for us to hate on, but there really wasn't. Yeah. It's been a good year. Did, what did we hate on? We hated on Battlefield 3 single player. I hated on Assassin's <laughs> Creed. That's, yeah, that's yeah, always going to happen. I, oh, yeah. I kind of semi-hated on Alien War, not really. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I should have done that more. <laughs> to be a bit more balanced. Um, okay, so you can find Mini Gup in the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast feed, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, pick up the RSS feed on the site, or download each episode separately from GamingUnion.net. Whilst you're there, sign up to our forums to join in the discussion. We recent recently... Um, Re- revamped our whole site and forums and everything so our community side of things are getting a little bit closely in- closely? closely integrated with the site so there's lots of features there which you might not have noticed before shut up Colin we regularly feature threads created by the community on this show along with your comments, opinions and discussion Next Tuesday's episode will be Final Fantasy Union, and the next Minigup will release in the new year. Like I said, we haven't... Just a side note, I will actually talk more about the Final Fantasy thirteen two event and my impressions on the game yes. in the next episode of FFU. Yes, so look at... Yeah, we had to keep some of that aside for Final Fantasy Union because it's more relevant. Well, the, em- the embargo's finally up. I can actually talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it was like a month ago and you haven't actually been able to talk about it yet. Now so I can. <laughs> But yeah, we're not sure when shows are going to um, start back up again after the holidays, so keep your eyes on, on the site and listen to the, the next couple of podcasts, which is um, Final Fantasy and KHU, and we'll, we'll let you know when they're, when they're going to start back up again after the holidays. Um, you can find out about Gaming Union and any of the Union sites on our Twitter, which is at Gaming Union or at FF Union or at KH Union. We also have a Facebook page, which is Colin facebook.com slash gaming union and we also have a google plus page and i could try to read out the url to you or i could just tell you to search it up on google plus yeah gaming union just do a search for gaming union and you'll find us on there if you like g plus so you guys do you want to say your goodbyes for the year and for the show well first of all jordan did you have fun coming back after an entire year I think I might do it again. Yeah! Excellent! That's what we like to hear. Hopefully sooner than the end of next year. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, I'll see? come back for the Game of the Year episode. It'll be like an episode. annual thing. You come, one, yeah. <laughs> come on the show once a year. I, I promise, if, if it's me, you can say, and I just, I just won't appear on any more shows. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I'll just, do a giant, I'll just do a giant monologue recapping the entire year. Nice. <laughs> up, okay, do you guys, you want to say your goodbyes? Right, well yeah, then. Goodbye. It was fun. See ya. <laughs> I'm Chloe saying goodbye, and this has been a tweaksmusic.com and gamingunion.net production. Mm-hmm.